Welcome to the Defiant Business Podcast. A business podcast produced by Defy the Status Quo for forward-thinking businesses and savvy professionals looking to defy the status quo of mediocre customer experiences, barely surviving businesses, and haphazard business development. We'll explore best marketing and sales practices, improving business processes, attracting your ideal clients or customers, striking your perfect work-life balance, business basics, intentional inclusion in business, and so much more. Thank you for joining me today. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another series with the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and I am so excited to welcome Dr. Gail Hayes to the show today. She is an internationally recognized communicator who ignites the atmosphere with contagious enthusiasm and a passion for purpose. We just had a 30-minute conversation before I started the recording. That's how much enthusiasm she brings around with her. She's been called a conduit and a bridge between the races, the genders, the generations, and the political parties because she paints pictures with words to promote understanding between communities. Thank you, Dr. Gale, for joining me today. Thank you, Ruthie, for honoring me by this invitation to be your guest today. I... It's just, it's incredibly exciting. You'll, I will include a longer bio for Dr. Gale on the website, but you have to read about some of the things that this wonderful woman has done. So I'd like to start. And if you can't pick just one, I understand, but Dr. Gale, what is your superpower? I believe that my superpower is influence. And I believe the reason I say that is because where, whenever I go places and people seem to be confused about issues, I'm usually able to fluently see into a situation. I'm a spiritual woman. And I actually asked God, I said, what is, what is it about me? What is my gift? I want to know what it is. Because I said, all oh, my gifts is singing and writing. And one of my friends says, no, that is not your gift. Those are your talents. <laughs> she said, you need to go before the creator and ask him what your gifts are, Gail, because those are just your talents. And I thought, who is she to tell me that? <laughs> in, in fact, that's what I did. I just looked up and I said, I need to know my gifts. And it was as if, Honestly, it was strange to some people. It may be strange to others. It may not be. But I was like, I heard God say, you know, there are people who are fluent in different languages. They're fluent in French, Spanish, German. He says, Gail, you are fluent in people. And I said, so you fluently see into people. So therefore, your gift is a gift of influence. So I can look at listen to people and see both sides of a situation and help them to build a bridge to understand each other. They may not accept what the other says. But at least they'll be able to understand it and they can agree to disagree before they kill each other. (laughs) Well, that is an incredibly powerful gift to have these days. And I guess we'll have to check in with you post Thanksgiving because I'm sure a lot of us are going to come back from Thanksgiving with some interesting family stories to say the least. So every guest I've ever had on the show is an entrepreneur in some form and you are no different in that regard. So I was hoping that you could tell us a bit about your company and your brand, Handle Your Business Girl Empowerment Zone. Well, you know, people say, handle your business girl. I said, trust me, I really was not interested in calling. I'm going to call my my company something 
sustainable or solid like Hayes Consulting or something. But many years ago, when my daughter was very young in elementary school, she was being bullied and she was seven years old. And at the taping of this interview, she's 22. So this is how long ago it was. She was seven years old and she was being bullied. And I realized very quickly that the teacher could not stop the bullying. I don't know why people think the schools could stop it. You know, you're going to have to train your children. It's the children that can stop this. We've got to empower them. That's another stuff because I love to talk to people about how to stop bullying. Well, I knew immediately as an executive leadership coach that I needed to empower my daughter to do something. So I knew that it was a uniquely female issue because one little girl was black, one little girl was white. And they were coming for her like the walking dead. And she would come home every day with the with the headache. And well, she she was six. She wasn't seven. She was six when she was in the first grade. And I was like, what are they doing to you? Well, mommy, Zuri and Nicole keep bugging me. And I said, OK, so I was going to go to school and stop it. But I this, I made a command decision to allow her to go through the fire, because how else do you make diamonds? It's with the pressure. And I wanted a diamond. And so I was willing to step back and allow her to go through it until because she was just letting them do whatever they wanted. So finally, one day, one of the little girls picked up something and threw it at her because she would not follow them. And she's like her mom. She doesn't do duck well. So the little girl threw something at her and Gabrielle went completely off because she'd been holding it in for so long. So when she came home, I realized that she had been sent to the office and I said, well, Gabrielle, do you know why these little girls do this to you? She said, no, mommy, I don't care. I hate them. And I said, okay, we're ready. And I said, but do you know why they do this? And she says, no. I said, because they don't know who they are. And I've been telling her every day since she'd been alive that she was precious, pretty, and powerful. And I said, you're precious, pretty, and powerful. They don't know they're precious, pretty, and powerful. And then she said, she asked, asked me the magic question that people all want to know. Well, whose job is it to tell them? You know, in kindergarten and first grade, they learn their jobs. And she says, mommy, whose job is it to tell them they're precious, pretty, and powerful? And I just looked at her and she said, mommy, if it's my job, tell me so I can do my job. And she <laughs> immediately became empowered. And I said, it's your job, baby. So. You know what that means. So the next day she went to school, she came, I'm getting to it, this girl. She got off the bus and she was crying. And I was like, oh my God, they've killed her. And she said, mommy, you're not gonna believe what happened. Zuri and Nicole started bugging me and I said, hold it. How would you like it if somebody were treating you the way you're treating me right now? And they said, they looked at each other and they said, oh, you're right, Gabrielle. She says, anyway, you can't do this because you're precious, pretty and powerful. And they skipped away. And I said, you handled your business, girl. So the next day she gets off the bus and she's like this. I can see her jumping up and down the bus. She runs to me and buries her little, her little head in my waist. She says, mommy, you're not gonna believe what happened today. I said, what happened, honey? I was real nervous. She said, Zuria and Nicole, and Nicole came to me and they asked me to teach them how to be precious, pretty and powerful. And oh, she had, Tears. She said, say it to me, mommy. Say it to me. I said, say what? The stuff about the business. <laughs> and I said, you handled your business, girl. I said, wait a minute. Let me go and buy that domain. <laughs> <laughs> and this was, she was six and she's 22. So the last three years, I think, I just started using it. I sat on that domain, handle your business, girl. And I said, 
this is something we need to do because handling your business is not just about running a business. It's about handling the business called you. And so she went to school that day and, and spoke to these two young young girls and, they, and the teacher called me at home and she says, I need to know something. What have you taught your daughter? I said, what do you mean? She said, all the girls have stopped fighting. And she says, I don't know what you did. All the girls in the school stopped fighting because she was going around. She created little ambassadors, which is what I helped her to do, telling all the girls they were precious, pretty and powerful and what that looked like. And I was giving her a character trait every week to reinforce that. And so I went and we started the Precious Pretty Powerful Girls Book Club, teaching girls to become powerful communicators and word, thought, and deed through reading, writing, and speaking. And we did that for a number of years because when you change the identity, you change the behavior. When you change the behavior, you change the focus. When you change the focus, you change the destiny. And so that's what I base everything on when you change how people see themselves. So that's where Handle Your Business Girl came from. Is identity. Oh my goodness. IPD principle, identity, purpose, destiny. That is wonderful. And just so it speaks a lot to the work that you do and your work is incredibly varied. So for those listening or reading, since this will be a blog post too, who is your ideal client? My ideal client is the person who knows they're spinning. Most people don't want to identify that they no, want to admit they're spinning. But they know somewhere, you know, it's like my ideal client is a person who recognizes who I am. In other words, they'll hear me talk. They'll see what I'm doing. And, and they'll ask me, they start asking me questions. And I say, okay, they're seeking. They, I've had my clients say to me, I've been looking for you for years. I waited for someone who could speak to my mind, who could, no, who could touch my heart and speak to my mind at the same time. And, and, and they also, somebody who can, What's the word they've used? Who is very, not covert, what am I looking for? Protective of them and their space and their and who they are. And I won't violate those confidences that they feel inadequate because we all have some inadequacies. Even those who've ascended to high positions. And most of my clients are, I think that everybody is called to lead somebody somewhere and do something great. I think we're all leaders, but most people don't identify themselves as leaders and that's, Unfortunate because we're all leading somebody somewhere if we're around people and we're all influential to a certain degree, but you have to accept the degree and step into the water. And so my clients are usually people who want to break free of, of blockages. They know they have blocks they, and they see other people who are doing things that they really want to do. And those people don't have the, the talent they have or the content or anything that they have. But these people have ascended because they've removed the blocks and they're unafraid. And so what keeps us back are our blocks, our limiting beliefs. We're afraid somebody's going to judge you. Girl, they're going to judge you anyway. You might as well be you and do what you need to do. You know, oh my, my goodness. Yes. For the people in the back, they're going to judge you anyway. So you might as well do what you want to do. They're going to talk about, look, and look, let me tell you what my mother used to say. They, they talked about Jesus and he's perfect. <laughs> you That's know, true. She said so. And so, you know, when she said that to me, it liberated me. I was like, you know what? People talk about everything and everybody. And the, and you have to, I look at what do people bring into my space? What do I allow into my space? You know, people will give you negative information for free. People will come and dump garbage and they go and leave the garbage right with you. And I once heard a man say this. Why is it if somebody comes to your door and they're delivering a box of snakes? Why are you going to sign for the snakes? 
That's what we do when we allow negative influences to, to, to just penetrate our lives and to permeate our environment. We allow negative stuff and those people slough that stuff off and leave you. And then you're trying to figure out how to clean the mess up. And so I don't want to clean up anybody else's messes. I've done that long enough. And so I stop people. I say, this is one of my quotes. And this is what I say to people. If it doesn't edify, please pass me back. Oh, that could be on a shirt. Are you, are you going to sell that shirt? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm working okay, on that right, right now on a shirt and a cup. If, and my, I have a beautiful design my daughter did for me. It said, if it doesn't edify, please pass me back. All right. Because I'm saying like that. Yeah, right. That sounds like something I need on a coffee cup. I need it on a shirt. <laughs> just, just. Well, I'm going to let you, I'll right? let we you know. Right? We put it on masks. I'll let you know. Right? Like we put on everything. Yeah. Girl. I'm going to tell you, if it doesn't edify, please pass me by because so many people bring, I stop them, right? And I said, now, is this going to be something good and positive? Well, it's something I just need help with. I said, is it good and positive? What's the what, what's the end result? If something negative has happened, in other, in other words, don't tell me, this person is really making me sick. Say, I'm having this problem and I need to know how to fix it. There's a difference. You talking directly about the person or you're going to talk about the problem. There's a difference because we can make it personal. And when you talk about a person, that stuff is coming back to get you. It's going to, whatever you put out into the universe is going to do one of two things. It's either going to touch your heart or it's going to hit you in the chest with a sledgehammer. So you know to watch what you put out there. <laughs> that is so, so very true. Okay. So that, that's our first episode. And I'm already feeling a little bit blown away. And so I'm really looking forward to the rest of our episodes going live this week with Dr. Gail. And we're touching on a lot of really important topics as they relate to us professionally and personally in the workspace and at home. And a big reason I wanted to have Dr. Gail on is because she tells it like it is and she is very upfront about it in a, such a way that it's it's just so much easier for people to understand. So I'm hoping that these episodes will be the catalyst for some great conversations, either public or private. So please join us for the rest of this week. And, and next episode goes live tomorrow. So thank you very much, Dr. Gale, for this. Thank you so much for having me, Ruthie. It's a blast. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. Please make sure that you've subscribed and do be sure to leave us a review if you found this episode at all helpful. And if you think it would be a great resource for someone else, be sure to share it with them. See you next time.